so we encouraged a lot, uh, you know, for people, talent. One of them, like uh, from uh, Akula, Nanapichuk, John Alexi. Yeah, they were they were interesting. I mean, all these musicians, they all had talent. But none, no two sounded alike. That was so good to have all these people coming in. And that's why I guess the radio station became so popular. People could hear their own people on the airwaves. They really appreciate the gospel music. Welcome back to In Your Ears for 50 Years. I'm Gabby Salgado. KYUK is walking down memory lane this summer with a 13-part series where we dive into the history and people of KYUK. KYUK is the oldest bilingual radio station in the country, and we are here to celebrate its history. Before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to remind everyone to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and every other KYUK show, including our new podcast, A Bite Out of Bethel. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and NPR One. Peter Twitchell put it perfectly in the opening of today's episode. KYUK is important because it allowed people to hear their own people on the radio. From local musicians like Joe Jim Paul to Chris Cook, KYUK has been filling the airwaves with the voices of the region since 1971. This week, music lover and host of the truck stop on KNBA, Steve Heimel, sat down with four of those local musicians, Michael Fabienne, 
Bobby Gregory, Ruth Vaughn, and Ina Pavela. To get to know the performers a little better, discuss what inspired them to make music, what it was like performing on KYUK, and of course, to hear a little live music. So our next guest has uh, a name, and you may know, may know him as, as Michael, and I won't ever get this right, I never do, which is why he has the second name, Mo uh, Michael Forrest. That's the name I get. The other one is Michael Fabian. But um, anyway, he is two and one of the same individuals, so Michael, come. <laughs> Seems like trouble Been riding On my shoulder Lucky old sun Just keeps on grinning In a blue, blue sky And this old world Just keeps on turning Turning round And getting blamed But I go on About my business just the same. You came to uh, to Bethel from from Nevada, is that right? Yeah, we were in Reno, uh, and uh, no, at that time that was in the mid '80s, late '80s. Uh, the economy wasn't doing all that good. Jobs were kind of scarce. I was uh, selling doors and packing supplies. Not really very happy at that. Rhonda was working in radio. She saw this uh, job opening in Bethel, Alaska, for a TV and radio news director, which she, and it, of course, it was an astronomical salary of like 27000 a year, which looked pretty attractive to us. Uh, so our plan was to uh, go to Bethel and check it out and make a bundle and go back. And, you know, 30 some odd years later, <laughs> here we are still in Alaska. Yeah. Still working for KYU or for YKHC, as far as I'm, you know, I'm still working for YKHC. The Bethel never gets out of you once you've been there for a while. So, so there you are from coming from Reno, and mm -hmm. you're you're you you were you were not. Would you call yourself a professional musician in Reno or an amateur? I would not have said amateur. Uh, and, I was, and I think of professional as somebody who can actually make money and, and you know, demand a little bit of pay of some sort for, uh, for playing music. So, yeah, I wasn't doing it full time, although I had uh, before uh, Rhonda and I got together, uh, I had been uh, making my living at it uh, on the road, mostly playing up and down uh, through Montana and Oregon and Idaho. Then uh, we got together in Idaho about 82 or 3, moved to Las Vegas, and uh, we didn't like that very much. She had a job as a news anchor there, and uh, that kind of fizzled out, and we went to Reno for about four years. So. And then this thing, this little adventure in Alaska came up, and there we went. So when I first went to, uh, one of my first jobs then, when I had the job, and I was just, you know, just coming along for the ride, and maybe I'd find something to do. Uh, so KYUK hired me for... Uh, preparing for their fundraiser that fall. So I worked for about a week or hung around, I guess, more <laughs> for about a week helping to set things up. And then fundraiser came along. I had brought my old uh, mixing board, powered mixing board with me. Um, and uh, I uh, was going to run the sound for the, for the fundraiser. 
But the likes of uh, Henry Shavings and Hilma, they did a set, and there was a band from uh, Tuxuk Bay, I think, came in. So that was like my introduction to KYUK and the fundraisers and the music there. One thing that impresses me about you, Uncle Mike, is you uh, you just have kept alive. I mean, I would not have thought that Bethel, Alaska was a great place for a guy that professes to be a professional musician to keep that music alive. I mean, obviously, as what, what musician, what artist of any sort has not had to find some way to make money that's not related to their art. But it's the, what you've done is you have absolutely insisted on persisting in it and recruiting partners and advancing relentlessly now for ages, what, 50 years? Well, yeah, about that. So, well, you know, if it's one of those things, if you don't give up, then uh, you don't fail. So uh, I haven't really been able to give it up because I'm infected. You know, it's not like having a, I wouldn't call it a disease. It's an affliction, perhaps, or a, uh, anyway, it's just a, a, I don't know, an infection. If you get it, then you don't lose it. Some people, uh, you know, you can tell. It's like I see kids. Uh, and you can tell if they've been bitten by the bug, that they just have that desire to be on stage or that will to play. And it's all about fun, basically. It's, yeah, it's something you just don't give up on if you've got the bug. Now, it's like perhaps radio for you. You, know, you wouldn't be here. You know, you, why, didn't, why haven't you retired? You know, you've, <laughs> you've, quote, retired, but you're still doing it, right? It's your job. It's your work. It's your life. So. I it's can't the same quit. Way. Yeah. yeah, there you go. It's the same way with music. Yeah. Uh, and in Bethel, no, I wasn't making money at it necessarily. Oh, we might have had, I might have had a gig. I think I revived my band there in uh, early 89. And I actually, I have a, uh, a cassette uh, that I recorded on stage with Peter Twitchell, a guy named a, dental, a dentist named Fritz Kraft. And uh, we set a we had the band. We played for the K300 dance. At that time, they uh, not only had the banquet and the uh, they might have had a fundraiser of some sort. But anyway, they also had a dance during the the race. So I have a, a cassette of that. It's pretty amusing to listen to that and the kind of songs. I was, I'm still playing those same songs. And then to take songs or to take experience and and turn it into some songs. For instance, Paris on the Cuscoquim. Do you have a song that you could do right into this? Well, I could probably get away with a, song, a verse or two of, of uh, um, Ice Road. So, oh, yeah, please. So the Ice Road was, uh, well, you know, I, I, I a little bit of background about the, the concept. Was, uh, of course, you remember Mike Lane, radio personality and a teacher out there in the bush. So we had known him quite a while. He came into town, into Bethel, with some students uh, from, I think he was in Tuluksack at the time. Came down river, and he, you know, it was in the evening, I guess, and he saw these lights of Bethel, and it was such a thrill to come to the big city and 
experience, uh, steak dinners and uh, a play at the, the Bethel Actors Guild and some other amenities of the town. And he says, man, it's just like Paris on the Cuscoquim. <laughs> I go, uh, okay, that's it. And that's, this, that's the concept there. So that's how that came about. And I decided to, since I had already had the, uh, the cab driver song in the, in the can, so to speak, I figured I could probably write some more because there were certainly plenty of things to write about in Bethel. Well, it ain't a super highway, but it's all that we got. It's there when it's cold, and it ain't when it's not. You might make it to the village, then again you might not, on the ice road. In the summer, it's a river called a Cusco Quinn. Full of boats and barges, skiffs and fishermen. In the winter time, it's something else again. It's an ice road. Yeah, it's an ice road. I didn't say it's a nice road. I said it's an ice road. Well, you start out in the morning when it's 20 below. By noon, it's up to zero and it started to snow. In the afternoon, you're sloshing through the overflow on the ice road. Well, you can cruise it in a Buick, but it isn't advised. Sometimes it's even risky in a four-wheel drive. You can make it to the village and maybe be coming out alive on the ice road. That's an ice road. I didn't say it's a nice road. I said it's an ice road One more time it's an ice road I didn't say it's a nice road I said it's an ice road What are we doing? Well, we're cruising We're rolling We're rolling on the ice road We're rolling We're rolling We're rolling on the ice road refer you to the recorded version for uh, all the proper sequence of verses and so on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, volunteers. I was a radio volunteer for a while, too. Uh, those early years, probably 1990, 89, 90. Uh, I had a show called Honky Tonk Heroes, which I had kind of inherited from whoever did it before, a country western oriented radio program it was eight to ten or ten to a twelve on Wednesdays uh, so uh, and I was going to mention the the library there the there was just a really great library of uh, LPs that was a treasure to go through there and find you know various old stuff that I could play on the air yeah that was that was fun uh, I was at that time that was even before we had a vehicle I think and I so I'd be walking home. Uh, across the tundra, not across the tundra, like through the, I kind of take the shortcut through the slough. Uh, I remember one night I was coming out, coming home at midnight and looking up and there was the northern lights. And it was just an amazing canopy. It's like being under this umbrella of light and it just went up straight. So I got home, I had to get Rhonda out of bed and said, come on, you got to go see this. It was, so 
things like that, experiences that probably wouldn't have had if it hadn't been for KYUK. As a songwriter, it's been a little difficult because the songs that I write and record, um, I've always felt like don't necessarily fit in with uh, what I do on stage as a country musician, guitar player, or honky-tonk player. It was, you know, maybe they're too poetic or they were reflected something that was more personal. But I wrote the songs that I needed to write and about the things that I was that needed to write about. And I think what happened was, uh, first of all, I got married and got happy. I didn't have you know, bad love relationships to write songs about. Um, I wasn't suffering. You know, you got to suffer if you want to sing the blues. So I wasn't suffering that much. Uh, but once in a while, a song would come out, especially when something needed to be said. Um, and I can... The craft hasn't disappeared. I could, well, if I got an idea, I'd write a song. Brother went to Pittsburgh, left his hair to wonder. Didn't leave a new address Didn't leave a number Brother went to Pittsburgh I couldn't say goodnight Gotta let you go now Got another song to write I hear they've got some bridges there when you find your way across the Streets go new directions Sure hope you don't get lost Never been to Pittsburgh. Expect someday I'll go, or maybe Cincinnati, Mobile, or Buffalo. Here yeah, they got some bridges there. Well, we'll find our way across where the streets run new directions. Sure hope we don't get lost Hello, Bobby Gregory. Hello. That radio station uh, had a Peter Twitchell in it, and uh, there was a Joe Jim Paul that used to volunteer. Even Mo Wasley is here in Anchorage somewhere. There used to be the DJs. Even there was a guy from uh, Tulixac, Levi Lott, and my aunt, uh, Joanne Neck. And uh, I remember they used to send in written requests. Dear Levi Lott, could you please play a song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, so when do you, do you remember the first time you went into KYUK? 
might have been uh, with Peter Tritzel or uh, we used to go get asked to do uh, fundraisers and there used to be a Bruce Parker there. Uh, he, he went off somewhere else to become a DJ somewhere. We do jazz uh, music, new bass, uh, or uh, mostly covering uh, Peter Tristan and Zach Hopstead's uh, cover instrumentals of the Vencers. There was uh, this uh, fellow named Joe Paul from Kipnick, Alaska. Peter Tritzel put that uh, album together through KYK, but originally he had put on through Angus Records. And uh, he was, he was uh, able to see when he was a boy, but he turned blind. And, uh, my first public performance was with Joe Paul when I was 16. Never took my eyes off my guitar. It was a Tisco. I don't know. We were playing at the old place down there where Subway is in Bethel. When it was a warehouse to make the Alaska Housing Project back in 1971, 72. There's a village in Alaska, below the Cusco Place where all the Eskimos just live to live on high. This time when I get there, what the words I love to hear. What God, the that's all. We say hello. So it's drifting with the time, keep me mighty cold. That's why I keep my comics on anywhere I go. In that little village, across some teaching mountain, that's where. Where I was born. From the grass and Nanyak and also cow skank. People come to Bethel just to hang around. They all love to hang around, place called Thundersand. Joy, feel our last hop, we say goodbye. Joseph Paul. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you got music with a smile. I somehow yeah. knew you. I somehow knew that when I when I got to see you, you'd be smiling a lot. And your music has a smile. Do you hear that? Yeah. Do you feel that? I mean, it's it's not always a laugh, but often it's a laugh too. So you used to play the fundraisers. You say Peter Twitchell would be the one that would uh, bring you in there to to uh, to play with him. Yeah, he asked me to back him up one time. His hand was broken, so I played bass. 
So I called myself the second base player in Bethel, Alaska. The second best base player in Bethel, Alaska. Yeah, we become legends in our own minds. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to remember back uh, so far. Uh, you know, 50 years of the radio station, is, I mean, it's hard for me to even picture, you know, that long. It's, uh, but, but it seems like it, it, it quickly became an important element for the community to have that radio there. It's a pivot point before social media. There was always messages on the radio up and down river. Uh, local back on the Kuskokwim, even my dad was uh, volunteering here. Well, it's really great to uh, to to finally get to get to meet you. Uh, I kind of wish that I had uh, gone with a recorder so we could both be in the same room together. I don't know if you have another song that you would like to do, or you can think of one. This one I uh, made for that girl that almost got murdered. She's back home. I haven't seen her for three years. It's uh, called. Uh, uh, I forgot. Hope all your dreams come true. I've just known you for a short time. I've always have had you on my mind The things of your life you shared with me The gift of your friendship precious to me The pain and misery of growing old Concern and love and care for family. Reflections of your personality. Your kindness, love, and generosity. I hope to God things work out for you. A daily process to work out things to be. I hope you got things work out for you. And I hope all your dreams do come true. And I hope all your dreams do come true. Uh, we're back with the um, Ina Jenkins trio. Uh, Ina Jenkins, uh, Eileen, and Ruth. We have uh, Joshua Paul and Fred Anover, who will uh, give them accompaniment.
Ina Pavla, Ruth Yvonne, how long have you been doing this? We have been singing together as a family. What we do is, like my sister said, somebody does the gospel music <clears throat> on Sunday mornings, but we do have, we, we are gospel singers of this area, and we do, they, they post our singing or they air our gospel music um, along with so many other gospel singers on Sunday mornings. So we're, we, have a, we do have a part in it. There, there was a time where I did do gospel Sunday music, but that was so many years ago. So many years ago. Well, tell me about that and how that happened, because we're talking about history here. Yes, uh, we've been singing um, as a family when Ina was about uh, 14, 13, 14 years old. Fifteen years old. Yeah, and we first recorded our singing in 1983, the year that uh, my husband was accidentally shot in the head. He's still alive, Tony Ivan, and we were in Anchorage, and uh, one of our cousins said, "We found a place for you to record." So I think it was Grace Smith that helped us. Mm, yeah. So we did our first recording in 1983. But we came every single year for the annual fundraiser for KYUK. Yes, here in the radio station on TV. They were so exciting to help KYUK annually singing um, gospel for everyone and everyone was performing those at Ken here in right here in this radio station. Yes, well, I would like to hear some. <laughs> Do you have one that you could sing for us that you know people like? Okay. Um, yes, we can sing. We're gonna sing a song that um, we just lost our aunt, so we, uh, my uncle's uh, wife. Um, they're from Atmaulok Anna Jenkins. So we want to sing this song. Uh, this one is going to be in Yupik. And maybe we'll do the, in our language, and then we'll do the chorus, chorus in, in English at the end. Very good. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm using a ukulele. <laughs> 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 Jesus, <laughs> 
Thank you. That was that was just wonderful. You know, it takes me it takes me back to my early years in radio in the in the nineteen sixties, and we used to have the morning devotions on and uh, and and present uh, worship for our listeners in the morning, and you know, a similar thing uh, going with what you do here. Now, I noticed that this this is a traditional American hymn, uh, a gospel song, and yet it's in Yupik. So, how did it get to be in Yupik? Somebody translated it. Did, my, did our mom translate it? No, I don't oh, remember. Somebody, somebody don't, did. It was, it was so I, many years ago that... We, we might have done it. Well, I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> we make songs too, and uh, we translate our own songs. I, yeah. I, I just have been doing some uh, making her own songs, and I have too, and we sing them as a group too. Do you sing in church? I assume you do. Yeah. Tell them where we've been going in the past. Well, we, we've been singing, like we said, over 40 years together as a family. Um, <clears throat> like she said, that we used to come here for the yearly, what is it called, the fundraiser. We've traveled throughout the whole, pretty much the state of Alaska. And so we traveled as a family before my mom and dad passed away. We'd sing together. There was a minister, Kenneth Copeland Ministries, where he came to Anchorage one year and we sang at the, the rally there. Um, what, what, where we also sang for We Win. Oh, We Win. With Jeannie Green. Yeah. Yes. Ah, I see. So, so are you, um, do you still, tour like that? I mean, this used to be a whole road show the family had. Since our mom and dad, well, we continued. It was a little bit hard after our mom passed away, but it took us a year maybe to start singing again. And, oh, I forgot we sang at the Alaska State Fair. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah so. At Palmer. Mm-hmm. That was so fun. You know, when we sang, I was so amazed. I looked out to the right and I saw all those horses they started to lay down. We they were, were sing. They were laying down. We were singing, "How great thou art." Yes, they all laid down. It was so. Well, awesome. that's a very powerful song. Yes, <laughs> I was so amazed about that, and I, I told Ethel Fuller and Ina was there, and Junior Cayunia was playing the, um, the Yamaha piano for us that time, and. Uh, 
I, I just happened to look to the right and all those horses start laying down, every one of them. I was ama- really amazed. The peace went over them, I think. That's what it was. Yes, yes. I, I think so. I mean, uh, well, I, th- I think I'd like to get another song and at least one more if we can. Sure, yeah. We're going to do a little bit faster, a little bit faster song. Um, Will the Circle Be Unbroken? But the, we, it's kind of a medley, a couple of other songs that go with it. Very oh. good. Oh, okay. will the circle be unbroken by and by, Lord, by and by. There's a better home awaiting in the sky, Lord, in the sky. Will the circle be unbroken by and by, Lord, by and by? There's a better home awaiting in the sky, Lord, in the sky. Well, I'm drinking at the springs of living water, oh, happy. Now am I, my soul is satisfied, drinking at the springs of living water, oh wonderful and bountiful supply. This episode of In Your Ears for 50 Years was hosted by Steve Heimel. The Yuktoon version of this episode was hosted by Julia Jimmy. Producers for the show are Kristen Hall and Gabby Salgado. Theme music for the show was performed by Bethy Whalen, Lisa Whalen, and Andy Angsman of the band Blue Whalen. Join us next week when guest host Steve Heimel returns with Emma Hill, Jacques Longpre, and Bumua. <laughs>